It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's crossover Thursday time here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Locked On Jets is joined. We got John Dupuchko of Locked On Jets. We're going to talk about key matchups, storylines, lots of injury news for both teams and how that's going to play into this matchup. All that and more here on Crossover Thursday on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to Crossover Thursday here on the Locked On Podcast Network on the NFL channel. I'm Chris Carter of Locked On Steelers. He's John Butchko of Locked On Jets. And we are breaking down Steelers, Jets, 1 p.m. Acrisure Stadium, formerly known as Heinz Field in the city of Pittsburgh. Remember, you can find both of our shows on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. If you're watching this video on YouTube, whether it's on Locked On Steelers channel or Locked On Jets, hit the like button, subscribe to our channels, support uh, support the work we do so, and uh, so we can spread the love. And hey, Steelers fans, do the same for Jets for for John and the Jets fans over there. It's always appreciated. We show love across the board. And this crossover Thursday is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun and it's easy to play. No competing with other players. It's just you versus the projections available. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on, on any entry. It can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter, and it's that easy. We love prize, prize picks, and we know you will too. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On, prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. All right, John, how you doing, man? That was a very long intro. Chris, it's great to be with you today. We haven't done this in a couple of years. We did this 2019, a December game. Ooh. It's great to be back. Uh, two teams, you know, looking to get a win. Two teams with offenses that aren't playing so well, and two teams that have uh, that have beaten an AFC North team already to kind of move things forward. But uh, but you're right. Both these te- both these teams have struggling offenses. Both of these teams have quarterbacks that there's. I'm sure the fan bases are waiting to see the other quarterbacks get in. Of course, the Steelers have Mitch Trubisky, who is starting of by choice of the Pittsburgh Steelers as they wait for Kenny Pickett to develop. But meanwhile. The Jets, John, are uh, they? They have had Joe Flacco to start the season because of an injury to Zach Wilson, but rumors have it that Zach Wilson might play. What's your readout on the situation? I will note to our listeners and viewers: we had to record this show a day early, so uh, if there's a full announcement sometime Wednesday afternoon, we were not able to include it in this show. So John's perspective is, you know, including that. But John, of course, covers them every day. So what, what do you what do you see for things? All signs are. It's going to be Zach Wilson. Okay. Uh, when the Jets announced the injury initially, they made it sound like he was going to be back, be back for week one. So it was a big shock leading into the opener against Baltimore when the Jets said Zach Wilson's not playing until at Pittsburgh at the earliest. But he's actually been on the practice field the last couple of weeks. They did not want to put him into the lineup until he was healthy enough to get a full week with the first team offense. Everybody who saw him warm up on Sunday said he looked pretty good. All the buzz has been that it's going to be Zach Wilson this week. So 
it sounds like the Jets are going to get their quarterback back in the lineup. It'll be his first start of his second season. But, Chris, I got to tell you, there's a little bit of concern because on that offensive line, Jets have suffered some injuries. They've had they three, three tackles go down. Jeez. And that, as much as anything, is the story because in training camp, Mekhi Becton got injured. Jets signed Dwayne Brown. Locked on Jets listeners know I am just still confused when Dwayne Brown had the time to get hurt because it felt like he was signed. And then like immediately does barely plays like, and suddenly he's, he's on IR George Fant has been on the injury injury report every week. And he's actually missed the first day of practice every week. Last Sunday against Cincinnati, he gave up a sack early in the second half. He, he was having a rough game. It was the second sack he allowed in the game. He also committed a penalty. He left. I think it was clear he was playing hurt. I think, it was probably a case because the Jets had so many other injuries on the offensive line that they just felt like Fant, you know, a compromised Fant was probably better than the alternative. And honestly, they're probably right because Connor McDermott came in there. Connor McDermott just can't hit a block. I don't oh, know if there's any other way to put it. It's it's ugly. Uh, Connor McDermott is a replacement level lineman. He, you know, they actually cut him briefly. He initially, you know, was not part of the 53 man roster. Then they brought him Ooh. back because they just needed an extra body. Not exactly the scenario you want your franchise quarterback returning to. You want to protect him. You want quality offensive line play in front of him. There have to be big concerns. And, you know, if Zach Wilson doesn't play for whatever reason, you have the immobile Joe Flacco in there and, I mean, look, Flacco, the one thing Flacco does is he actually avoids sacks pretty well, but it's at the expense of any sort of playmaking ability because he cannot buy himself any extra time. So Mm. you're getting a check down and you're getting lots of check downs with Flacco anyway. But the second there's pressure, you're probably getting a check down with Flacco. So, you know, a bit of a mixed bag for the Jets. You know, there's some excitement because Zach Wilson could be back, but there also has to be some concern with this offensive line. Let me ask you, Chris, on the Pittsburgh side, what's the number one story right now? Well, you know, I was actually going to go with, we talked about this preseason, I was going to go with the offensive identity. But I truly think with the situation that the Jets are in and what the Steelers have been, it's about getting the defense back to controlling games right now. Because the Steelers' defense created five turnovers to beat the Bengals in week one, and they looked great doing it. And then T.J. Watt went down. And then they played 100 snaps in that game. And they've been averaging 80 snaps per game all, all week long. I mean, they, have this, they had a short week going up against the Browns last weekend. And you have just seen all the fire, all the push, all the passion that the Steelers defense was showing in that in that week one win. It's been fizzled out just because they've been exhausted. You can see it. Cam Hayward, who is, you know, an all pro defensive defensive tackle. He's been the, the, the captain, the face of the team for so long. Even he was looking just gassed at times in, in times when you never saw him gassed. I mean, last year he ran down Justin Herbert 50 yards down the field. And, you know, as you know, to, to give people a visual of how much that guy fights every single play. And even he was looking gassed in these plays because the Steelers offense keeps putting the Steelers defense out there. And then the Steelers defense was struggling to win on third downs. So the key story for me for this game is the defense getting back to creating turnovers. And they're going up against a Jets team that I believe has given up what seven sacks this year uh, or nine sacks this year for seventh most in the NFL. I think they have seven turnovers for uh, I think the, they're in the top 10 as far as they've allowed, but I know they have a not a minus three turnover differential and that's the second worst in the NFL I'll tell you right now, John, if the Steelers defense can't be back in 
and forcing turnovers, that's going to be a big concern. But one of those big concerns can also be Minka Fitzpatrick because he's in the concussion protocol, as Mike Tomlin announced on Tuesday. So a lot of this is watching to see what happens with Minka Fitzpatrick. Tomlin would not go in on whether a Minka Fitzpatrick would exactly play in this game. Uh, you know, he I, I think they, they have confidence that Minka Fitzpatrick can, you know, is uh, is a guy that will that will be available again. Uh, but this is a defense that has to carry this roster. They're not. Mike Tomlin made it very clear after the last game. Kenny Pickett is not going to start this game for everyone that thinks that he's going to. And I'm a guy that covered Kenny Pickett in college. I, I think he could be a guy that leads the Steelers, but the Steelers are an organization that want to take their time developing him, letting him get time to understand the pace of the NFL before they throw him in uh, in the fire there. Um, and this is a team without an offensive identity right now with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. Najee Harris is talented. Everyone knows that, but it's tough to get him going when no one fears Mitch Trubisky in the passing game. So uh, this is a team that right now the defense has to carry them. And I'll tell you this much, if Connor McDermott's that bad, maybe that's the matchup. And we'll get to that in the second second. Maybe that's the matchup that the Steelers need to exploit to win this game. Uh, But this is going to be, I think this is going to come down to whose defensive line and defensive front can dismantle the opposing offensive line faster and more often to create more turno- sacks, turnovers, tackles for loss, plays in the backfield of the opponent. I think that might be the key part that wins the game. But John and I will be going over all those matchups in the second segment here on Crossover Thursday. But first, we got to talk we got to talk to you guys about our friends over on BetOnline. Bet online, of course, is your number one place to go, go for all your betting stats and sports information. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NFL season, the NBA right around the corner. They just teams are just holding their media days. There's also Major League Baseball, which is gearing up for the playoffs. So all of that, you can you can learn how to put your money down on by going to betonline.net and go to betonline. It's your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action when you visit BetOnline, where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Back here on Crossover Thursday, I'm Chris Carter. He's John Bushko. I'm locked on Steelers. He's locked on Jets. We're breaking down matchups now for Steelers Jets, 1 p.m. Acrisure Stadium. John, I want to ask you though: Are you coming to Pittsburgh? Are you are you coming to cover the game here? I will not be coming. I will be watching the game from the comfort of my home. Okay, I'll just, I got just a, I got a great setup here. I actually have two TVs, so I can always glance onto a, a, another game. It's a pretty impressive command central, if I must. I must say. Hey, that's a, that's a cool thing. I was just going to say, if you ever come to Pittsburgh, let me know. I'll t- uh, Jay- you can ask James Rapine of, of Lockdown Bagels. I hook people up, and and your boy Q from Lockdown Raiders. I hook people up with the best spots and towns to go to. But let's go to what the what the what the top matchups are here for this game. The Jets have a really strong defensive front, John. Um, and Mike Tomlin was praising them a lot in this game. What's the biggest matchup that you're looking for your your Jets? Is is that the biggest matchup for the Jets to exploit in this game? I think the Jets have a strong defensive front on paper. 
There are lots of guys with talent. I don't think they've been playing up to their level so far really? this season. Yeah. And I hmm. think listen, they're not the problem with the def- They're not the biggest problem with the defense, but the Jets have invested a lot in this defensive line and they've been okay. They haven't look, I don't think they've been awful, but I don't think they've been as dominant as they should be given the number of resources the Jets have put into it. But Chris, I'm looking at one spot on the offensive line because Kevin Dotson dealing with an ankle injury right now, yep. Steelers guard. And the best player on this defensive line for the Jets is Quinn and Williams. Now, you know, you look at look at the numbers, you know, it's, they look okay, but Quinn and Williams is winning his assignments a lot. Now, one thing that's been driving Jets fans crazy is Robert Sala really likes to rotate guys in and out. And there's a question, listen, every team rotates defensive linemen in and out. Robert Sala, it's almost like a hockey team making a line change. <laughs> and People are asking, you know, why is Quinton Williams not playing more snaps? You know, he's, he's not that he's sitting on the bench the majority of the game, but should Quinton Williams be playing more? You wonder, or I wonder, heading into this game, are the Jets going to make a change? Are they going to get their best players on the field more? And when the Steelers have a uh, have a guard who is injured, you know, will he play? Will he not play? Yeah. I think sometimes we forget, and I mentioned this with George Fant. Sometimes a guy's playing hurt, even if he takes the field. You know, we look at the injury report. Mm-hmm. We worry, is the guy going to play or not? Sometimes we should worry, how effective is the guy going to be when he's in there? And with the Steelers potentially having an injured guard, and listen, with all due respect to Mitchell Trubisky, we know that he's a guy. And listen, I'm a Jets fan. I've seen plenty of bad quarterback <laughs> play, so I'm not <laughs> casting stones at all. But I think we know Mitchell Trubisky is a guy who can make the big mistake when he's Absolutely. Uh, under, under duress. You know, it, it's how are the Jets going to get to Mitchell Trubisky? I look at that matchup, the Jets best player against the guard who maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit banged up, but I know on the other side of the ball, we have a potential problem for the Jets and their offensive line blocking against the Steelers, Steelers pass rusher who is having a big season. Yeah, that's that's the matchup that I want to talk about. And to, to answer your point, too, about Kevin Dotson, if Kevin Dotson can't go, because the Steelers' offensive line was thought to be the bane of this team. he was gonna They, they were going to be what, what got Mitch Trubisky crushed. They've actually held up in pass protection, and they're getting better in run blocking. Still not great there. But if Kevin Dotson can't go, it's Kendrick Green, who literally hasn't even been getting a hat on Sundays. So that should be a sign to you. If Quentin Williams gets in this game – he might have a chance to truly eat at that position, whether or not Kevin Dotson goes. But we'll see how that plays out. But like you were, see, like you were alluding to there, uh, big matchup for the Steelers on the other end too. When you look at the Jets, you you talked about George Fant going to injured reserve, and now third string left tackle Connor McDermott. You know, you were telling me off air, and you were saying on the show, not the best situation for the Jets to be in right now. He's going to be. I was be, I was being far less diplomatic <laughs> off the air when I was talking about Connor McDermott. <laughs> hey, but I, I appreciate I appreciate you cleaning that up. <laughs> I was just hey, I was just trying. To, you know, just keep a piece there, but he's going to be going up against Alex Highsmith. For those who don't know, Jets fans, who Alex Highsmith is, he leads the NFL in sacks right now, and it's not just because he was across from from TJ Watt because he got a he got a sack and a half just last week when TJ Watt wasn't there. Highsmith is a is a guy if you. If you want to understand who he is, the Steelers drafted in the third round of the 2020 NFL draft. They kept the reason why Melvin Gordon left the Steelers last year was because he couldn't take Alex Highsmith's starting spot from him. And he was like, I deserve to be a starter. And the Steelers are like, well, you're not. And Highsmith has been growing. I've been saying all year long, this is going to be Alex Highsmith's breakout year. And right now, he's looking like it. And I can tell you, when TJ Watt was healthy, 
wherever TJ Watt was, if the team was, if the if they were doing special teams drills, if there was something that the defense wasn't involved with, him and Highsmith would go to the part of the field and they would just be working hand. It, it, it would just be like like you know kung fu masters working hand drills against each other, just blocking, going countering each other, and they would just work together and. They've helped get make each other better. So I'm not saying that Alex Highsmith is TJ Watt. He's not because TJ Watt to me is the best defender in the NFL right now. But Alex Highsmith is is a serious weapon. He's getting better. He's younger. He's in his third year and he's hungry. And if Connor McDermott isn't up to the challenge, I think that's the biggest matchup the Steelers need to exploit. And also find a way. You got Cam Hayward. You got Larry Ogunjobi. Malik Reed is the replacement for TJ Watt. He'll be up against Max Mitchell on the other side. He's not the playmaker that TJ Watt is, but he does have a lot of starting experience in his time in the NFL. All of those guys, they have to abuse this offensive line that's got you know, a third string tackle on one side, a backup tackle on the other side, and has three offensive tackles on injured reserve right now. That to me is the biggest thing the Steelers have to get after in this game to get those those turnovers from the Jets, a team that have committed a lot of turnovers, even though Zach Wilson has been a, hasn't been a part of that problem. Chris, I think back to a game these teams played in 2010, and this is really the, the <laughs> shot I have. And it's, it was not actually it was not. It was they played a regular season game in 2010. They, yep, I remember that it was, one. It was it was not. They they then had a rematch in the AFC Championship game, the can't but, wait game, the, the can't wait game. That's right, <laughs> a painful game for Jets fans. But the regular season game they played, I think this is here's an amazing stat. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually the only regular season or playoff game the Jets have ever won in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, it was, it was in December. Really? Yeah. And the Jets were playing a backup right tackle in that game, Wayne mm-hmm. Hunter. And I actually mm-hmm. discussed this on Locked On Jets on Wednesday. Okay. The way they worked around it was they actually used one of their backup guards essentially as like a sixth offensive lineman all game. And they essentially landed up as like a tackle as a tight end who was eligible. Mm-hmm. And essentially they used like Wayne Hunter and this backup guard, Robert Turner, as one offensive lineman. They essentially just double teamed the edge guy. I don't think the Jets are going to play six offensive linemen in this game, but Jets have two tight ends that they gave a lot of money to in free agency, Tyler mm. Conklin and CJ Uzama, who frankly have given them nothing the first three weeks. Mm. I think you're going to see a lot of those guys lining up next to Connor McDermott because that's really the only way the Jets are going to be able to stop Highsmith. And you got Zach Wilson back there. As I mentioned, you know, Flacco on paper, you know, he's taking a lot of sacks, but you also have to factor in the Jets have thrown the ball a lot because they've been behind a lot. So mm. I think you look at their sack rate, it actually hasn't been that bad with Flacco. Zach Wilson last year had a tendency of being a little oh. shaky in the pocket. You got to mm. protect him. And I think your only opportunity is just a lot of double teams, lots of leaving extra guys in. And I think it's got to be the tight ends because Connor McDermott's going to get destroyed when he's mm. playing against Ty Smith. That's all there is to it, Chris. I think that's going to be a big thing. But I can tell you one big thing that the Jets could do. You got Brees Hall. You got Michael Carter. You got those guys in the backfield. You got to run the football. The Steelers had the worst rushing defense last year. They got chewed up last week by the Browns. Granted, they did a really good job against Joe Mixon in week one when they weren't gassed. And I've talked about this a lot. They're averaging 80 snaps a game on defense. That's going to tire anybody out, but they had the long week because last week they played Thursday night football. They got the weekend. They get they're, They're trying to be fresh this week. If the jets can grind clock, if they can win on third downs, you know, force more third and threes, third and fours, where you're able to, you're kind of able to kind of put the Steelers on their heels and say, Hey, we could, if we run the football and we, 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 or we can pass the football in short distances, 
you know, we're going to move the clock here. That would be the key to kind of neutralizing those weaknesses on those blitz on, on those pass rushers, because uh, the Steelers, they love to play. They're at their best when they force you into third and eight situations. And then those defense, those, those outside, all the defensive linemen, not just the edge rushers, they all pin their ears back. They blitz, they, they twist. They have these crazy combinations that defensive coordinator, Terrell Austin uh, likes to, likes to incorporate and it gets wild. So, I'm, I'm saying just with uh, with looking at how uh, at, at how things work, I think the biggest thing the Jets can do, and maybe it, it might be a problem with all these backup offensive linemen, but if they can find a way to run the football, it might bring the balance that stops that Steelers pass rush. That's a great point. And beyond just the quality of the guys the Jets are playing in tackle, because they're also playing a rookie, Max Mitchell, who's, I think, mm-hmm. by the standards of a fourth-round pick, guy who's not supposed to be playing this year, guy who really needs to hit the weight room. He's doing oh, okay. but. Okay. It's tough because you have two you have two backup tackles in there, but beyond the quality, these guys haven't played together. And oh, when you man. talk about you know sending guys from all angles stunts, you got to have chemistry to pick be able to pick those up. You got to know what the guy next to you is doing. So you're absolutely right. The Jets got to stay out of those situations where the Steelers can just pin their ears back and send blitzes from all angles and throw all sorts of different looks at them because Jets are going to struggle first of all because the guys they have out there just aren't that great. But beyond that, they're not used to playing with each other. So I think that that is an excellent point. We'll get to we'll get to predictions and a few more things to wrap up our points here for crossover Thursday in just a minute. But first, we got to talk to you guys about Brightco. Now, if you don't know about Brightco, they're a jewelry insurance company that will make sure that you get a replacement for the full value of an engagement ring, an expensive watch, or any jewelry, whether it's lost, stolen, or you just can't figure out what happened to it. If you've ever been on, been on a YouTube dive for random fail videos, you've probably seen some guys drop their engagement ring right as they're about to propose, and it'll fall off a boat, off a helicopter, down a sore, or they'll lose it in some ridiculous, uh, ridiculous way, and they'll be out of thousands of dollars, and then they're being humiliated on the internet well brightco can't help with the internet part but they're here to help you get back your hard-earned money with the with the money that you spent on that ring so go to bright.co forward slash locked on to see some of these insane videos that i'm talking about and you can learn about how you can get insurance as cheap as five dollars on expensive jewelry again that's at bright.co forward slash locked on to make sure that you get insurance on your hey guys it's joe marino Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Expensive jewelry. Back here on Crossover Thursday, I'm Chris Carter of Locked On Steelers. He's John Bushko of Locked On Jets. John, 
we're talking predictions now. We're going over things. We both tied. We both kind of you. You can tell we cover one and two teams because both of us are like, you know, Chris, you, you know, there's there's not some good things here about this about the Jets, and I'm like, you know, John, there's not some good things here about the Steelers. Um, but I think that what's what's really interesting about this game, and you and I talked about this off air before we started recording. The so the Steelers are according to BetOnline.net. Go so go go to BetOnline.net and support them. Um. BetOnline.net has the Steelers as three and a half point favorites. It's the first time the Steelers have been favored all season. But what's truly interesting is they have the over under set at 40 and a half points. And I, I don't do math too too well, John, but I think that means that they think both of these teams or one of these teams can score at least 20 points. And I don't think that can happen. The only thing I'll say is that the Jets defense has been bad the last couple of weeks. So Ooh. This could be a battle of the stoppable force versus the movable object when the Steelers <laughs> have the ball. Um, but I agree with you. I mean, that's that seems awfully high to me. I mean, I think I I don't know if I want to say it's my lock of the week, but I feel pretty confident taking the under on that one. I, I the, the forty and a half points means to to lose that the Steelers would have to score twenty one and the Jets would have to score score twenty. Like you're you're talking about that combination here. I'm not sure either team is trying to score twenty more points. I think when a team gets like to fourteen, it's gonna be like run the ball, wear this team out, you know, get you run the clock out and let the defense go to work. Cause again, these are both teams with talented defense defensive fronts. And I know the, the Jets they're not playing up to their potential on the front. Uh, but still, if, if you get a lead on the Steelers, I imagine that's what you want to do here. So I think both of us are about to give some really low score projections here, but it'll be interesting because um, the Steelers offense has truly struggled all in all three of their games. Uh, you know, the, the Bengals, the one game where they were able to score some more points and get into the 20s, it was because of a pick six from Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, you know, they they kind of led that charge there. But uh, I, wa- I want to let you lead. What's your score prediction and what's the turning point of your game that you think leads to the score that you think is going to happen? All right. So I can't go over 21, 20, right? So I guess I just, I just said, I just said that I always hate being in You always hate it when like you say something, then you say something else. You realize you just contradicted what you said <laughs> a minute ago. So I will be careful with my score projection. I think this game's a coin flip. I, I mean, you know, you, you mentioned it three and a half, point favorites Steelers at home. I mean, typically the odds makers give you three for being at home. So that says on a neutral field, these teams are about equal, at least as far as the odds makers think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could come down to special teams. I like the way the Jets special teams are playing late, uh, lately. Uh, Greg Zerline had a rough first week, but he's been on fire the last couple of weeks. He's made three 50 yard field goals. So Heinz field, uh, you know, I'm calling it Heinz Field. I'm not calling it by the new name. Um, you don't even, it's because you don't know how to say it. Ackershire Stadium. <laughs> that's part of it. I mean, that's, I'm not going to lie. That's the, that's part of it. Uh, I know it's a notoriously tough place to kick field goals. I, I like what I've seen from Greg Zor- Now, of course, because I said he's going to miss like three field goals. Make me look ridiculous. But Braxton Berrios, first team all-pro return guy last year for the Jets. He's off to a slow start this season. I think it's going to be a field position kind of game. I think it's going to be a tight – I think Jets defense will respond. I think both teams are going to struggle to move the ball. Zach Wilson's back in the lineup, which I think is a good thing for the Jets, but I still don't love the offensive line situation. As you said, I think they're going to have to lean on the run game, which usually doesn't produce big plays. So it could go either way. My – head tells me Steelers my heart tells me the Jets so I'll go Jets 17 Steelers 16 I think it's a coin flip of a game though okay okay I'm, I'm with you it's a coin flip of a game 
Um, and I think it is going to be, you know, close, low scoring, lots of sloppy play mistakes here and there. Um, and I do think it will, will come down a lot to special teams. Now I'll say about this about the Steelers special teams. There's been moments where it's crushed them. Gunnar Olszewski uh, fumbled a punt against the Patriots that gave them the field position for their game-winning touchdown. Um, but it's also saved them because Minka Fitzpatrick blocked an extra point that kept it, sent them to overtime against the Bengals. Um, so, and and Danny Smith, notoriously, oh, not notoriously, I guess, well known for being a good special teams coach here in Pittsburgh. He's 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 highly respected, um, and I think he's done a great job keeping that unit together. It's really the individual mistake of Gunnar Olszewski that's the blemish on that group right now. But you also have Chris Boswell, who. I always say is if there's a one A and one B of Justin Tucker and then someone else, Chris Boswell is the one B in that conversation. And I think, and he's used to kicking in high. Uh, see, I'm about to say, it. you got me to say it. Heinz Field, uh, it's when it's Acrisure Stadium. Uh, Acrisure will never sponsor my show now. Good job, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I take full credit. You can blame. You can put it on me. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I do think there's going to be a lot of kicking in this game. Uh, but I think it comes down to what you were saying earlier. I'm not so sure. Like, both of these offensive lines are very much patchwork groups. You know, the Steelers, they haven't invested really in, in, too much into their offensive line yet. They got a lot of fourth-round, third-round guys. Uh, Chikuma Korfor has been playing well at right tackle. Mason Cole, I think, has stepped up at center, the free agent they got from the Vikings. Uh, but if Kevin Dotson can't go, that means Kendrick Green's going to be in there. And, man, that's going to be a tough haul. I will say Dan Moore Jr. has improved. Uh, he looked really good against Miles Garrett last week, pretty much neutralized him uh, for most of the game. Uh, but this is going to be a game where I think it's going to come down to how much more or how, how much can the opposing defensive line beat up on, on, the, on the other offensive line, you know, and win and win more times. And I think that's what's going to determine what wins this game. I think the Steelers will have the edge here because, like you said, the Jets defensive front isn't playing up to their potential just yet. And I think the Steelers offensive front is going to offensive line. They're going to, they're going to have more success or I guess I'll put it this way, less failures. That's a better way to put it in this game. And that's, what's going to, I think, give Najee Harris some, put some ways to make plays in this game. The Steelers believe in him. They like him a lot. And I think that allows Mitch Trubisky to kind of get some, some easier reads. If Najee Harris can get going, they can hit play action. They've been trying to call it. It hasn't worked too much because no one's been scared of it, but if the Steelers get Najee Harris going, Pat Frymuth can get worked into the game. They can try to use the middle part of the field, um, and I think this comes down to a very close game. Zach Wilson, I think, is a young quarterback. He said he gets frisky in the pocket. That's what the Steelers like to do. I think they'll be a little bit more energized this week, one, because you know Mike Tomlin and the defense, they've been calling them, themselves out. Um, I think they're going to be a little bit more rested this week. You're going to see a lot more sacks, a few more turnovers, and those turnovers will get the Steelers off as the short field they need to win. But like you said, coin flip, I'm going 20 to 16 Steelers. Um, so I'm also going with the under there. Uh, but I am thinking that this is going to come down to some turnovers, and Zach Wilson will get a late drive in the game. It's going to you know, be, kind of be the determining point, but he'll need a touchdown and not a field goal. I think he'll force a mistake there that the Steelers are able to get a victory on. But I don't blame you for picking the Jets because the, both of these teams have weaknesses, but they also have strengths that could both tap into what's going wrong for both teams right now. I'm impressed we both picked a score that ended up being the under. We, we both not, did it. We did not mess up. <laughs> we, we, we we got our math right. We did. We did. I, I Listen, I add up things wrong all the time here on Lockdown Steelers. My listeners know that. Uh, but, John, this has been an awesome crossover Thursday episode. Um, let, pe let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Uh, you can find my my writings on gangreennation.com. 
Absolutely. And do check out John on Locked On Jets, just like you check out myself, Chris Carter, on Locked On Steelers, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube, all the places. Steelers fans, go and give John some love. Like his video. Subscribe to his channel. Uh, Steve Jets fans, I hope you could do the same for Locked On Steelers. And the same thing I also ask for people, if you're listening to this on Apple, go on five, go rate, rate our shows five stars. Give us positive comments. And that stuff really helps out both of our shows moving forward. I'm also Chris Carter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. You can read my work at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette where I cover Pitt Athletics, uh, the college teams in town here in the city of Pittsburgh. We'll both be back on our own channels Friday, breaking things down with final updates and final previews for this game. Thanks for checking out the Locked On Podcast Network's crossover Thursday episode. We will be back on your screens and in your ears very soon. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.